We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 9th, 2012. This should be the final part. And segueing to the next article is entitled Taxpayer Funded Amtrak Launches Ride with Pride Campaign to Attract Gay Customers. While instances of outrage and support continue to rage for the fast food chain Chick-fil-A, Amtrak is also capturing some attention with its Ride for Pride initiative. There's a link here that takes you right to their website. And there's several different uh, screenshots of this on the PDF. Um, And it says, this is a Ride for Pride initiative, a new campaign aid aimed at gay customers. While homosexual right groups are already praising the targeted efforts, some conservatives will obviously express disdain and concern, (laughs) like me, and I'm sure you guys, uh, seeing as the company is a taxpayer-funded and clearly taking a stance on the issue, meaning it's a government taxpayer-funded company, and they shouldn't be obviously doing what they're doing, but they are. So here's a screenshot of Ride with Pride from Amtrak, and it has these little, uh, I'm kind of looking at what the uh, things are saying. It says, watch Colonel Sanders, there's evidently a video up there, Colonel Sanders loves the gays video, and it shows two gay guys, one in a hot pink shirt, and they're they're together. Um, It says, this summer, Amtrak Ride with Pride hosted a contest to send four lucky winners on a getaway Pride weekend via the train. Winners headed to Chicago, New New York, San Francisco, and New Orleans. (laughs) Why doesn't that surprise me? Four most debauched places in um, America, other than maybe Las Vegas. For a fun-filled weekend, couples enjoyed the comfortable seats, had cocktails in the lounge car, and arrived at the Amtrak stations refreshed and ready to enjoy their debaucheries. I mean, festivities, sorry. Um, so, and it says, read more below about the comfort and ease of traveling by train and seeing the photos of Aaron and Mark's winning experience. They're two gay lover dudes and they're, uh, they're together on this Ride with Pride, Capital Pride winners. And it has, um, Amtrak guest rewards and it shows two gay guys in the car. I mean, it's just beyond sickening. This is what we're dealing with, though. This is the new norm. Um, actually not so new, but... A screenshot of, this is a screenshot of Amtrak's Ride with Pride website. To fully push the effort, special ads that show same-sex couples riding the train system have been released by Amtrak and has a gay-friendly website encouraging individuals to head to the popular vacation destinations. So far, two ads have been released, one showcasing two mothers and others featuring two fathers, each featuring a child. Um, So, in other words, you know, the lesbian gay homosexual couples that adopt children. Um, Anyway, the purpose of the ads is to promote the company's half-price campaign for kids between the ages of 2 and 15. So in other words, all the gay couples, make sure you bring your kids uh, so that, you know, they can get this discount. So let's go further here. Here's another picture of two lesbians with their daughter... Uh, their adopted daughter, not any any kind of biblical sense are we talking about here. This is the this is why God didn't create, you know, Adam and Steve. You know, he created Adam and Eve because 
Homosexual couples are a... It's a crime against nature. It's an abomination. They cannot procreate. And if the whole world were homosexual, the world population obviously would die out because, you know, the population couldn't continue because that doesn't... um, Now, when you have, you know, obviously all of their ways that they use to get around things, you know, artificial insemination, those types of things, whatever. Uh, But I'm saying if it was just purely homosexual races, obviously, it would just be a matter of time before the world population would die out. Uh, And it says, kids age 2 to 15 ride for half off. Visit AmtrakRideWithPride.com to learn about exciting family vacations and getaways. And they've got their little gay flag Amtraks adopted. I mean, this is really, you know, they are really, really, really taking a stand on this. And I, I, I go out of my way to focus in on companies like this, like Home Depot, like JCPenney, like Sears, like PepsiCo, and all of the other companies that have, have, been, have rapidly endorsed these gay ag- agendas on an increasing basis, so that other Christians don't give them a dime. Because once, if we just go along and say, well, we can't do anything about it, well, then you're, essentially it's like you've capitulated and it's like you're giving your money straight to Satan. We're responsible for where we put Spend money. And um, this is just a great example of that. Whereas the Bible says, my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, you, you end up giving a whole bunch of money to something and you don't even, you're not even aware of this type of thing. And I'm trying to make people aware so that they can pray about it and also not support them. Because the gays will do the exact opposite. They will go out of their way to support them and be very, very vocal about how wonderful this is. And we need to be likewise uh, in a prayerful way. And we need to let our voices be heard as well. Because if there is no voices going up in opposition, then that gives uh, the Illuminati a green light to implement their agenda further. And these types of things. Uh, in light of the last article that we just talked about where the it was absolutely proven that you know these all these top-level Nazis and the peoples that have been involved with uh, fascism were disproportionately and almost exclusively gay, and how that so much goes along hand in hand with evil. You know, this should be very alarming. So, but they always want to put this nice veneer on everything and act as though you know that's that's a non-issue. In a section of Amtrak's Ride with Pride website, a diversity. Ta- oh, also in the fact that gays have an average lifespan of about what was it, like fifty-two. Last time I checked, statistically speaking, it's it's more than 20 years less than an average person. You know, there's there's Bible verses about the talking about the wicked. You know, having reduced lifespans, and particularly in Proverbs, and and this is just further, you know, evidence of that. So, in a section of Antrax's Ride with Pride website, a quote diversity tab brings readers to an ex- explanation of the special campaign and the company's views on inclusiveness. In summation, Amtrak wants to create a discrimination-free environment. Uh, the diversity webpage reads: At Amtrak, diversity is not just a corporate buzzword; it's a priority. D- what, d- diversity, all that means in this particular case, is the gays will have much more say and much more rights, particularly than any Christian would ever have if you ride our rails with Amtrak. They will get priority service. They will get preferential 
treatment, essentially, and we will target our advertising to tailor them because, again, we are of our father, the devil, and of his lusts. We will do. We're going to show you that with our ad campaigns. We're going to identify ourselves that we are a satanic company and we want the whole world to know that. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're going to do this. Make your, make, uh, Christians need to do that. We need to make our line in the sand and we need to stand on our principles and, and they're doing the same thing. And we need to have more backbone than them. You know, because they have a lot of backbone. You know, they're right out there. They're right in your face. And it's how homosexual, whenever you have a society with a large preponderance of homosexuals, they will become very incredibly in your face and outspoken. And um, this is what's happening. So it's vital and it's a commitment we make to our customers, our suppliers, our employees, and the communities we serve, the diversity statement reads in part. Now, I'm, I'm, I just finished that statement. Then it goes on to say, quote, We understand that valuing diversity is not only a good thing to do, but a business necessity beyond compliance that plays a vital role in our customer service delivery and ultimately the success of our operations. See, if all born-again Christians, of course, <laughs> how much that would actually comprise, I have no clue anymore, Even if people that just called themselves Christians said, you know, I'm not going to, this is wrong. The Bible clearly uh, condemns homosexuality. The, 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 the severest judgments from God occur on homosexuals in the Bible. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah in many other instances. The Bible, it was a death sentence. It, man lying with man, woman with woman. It was, it was an instant death sentence in the Levitical uh, law system. Sodom and Gomorrah. Fire and brimstone. Every single person there was killed. Um, you know, if every single Christian, even ones that call themselves Christian, would totally boycott Amtrak at this point, it would do far more damage to their company than the few gays they would lose if they didn't take this stance with the gays, or if they had, like, you know, if they weren't doing this. They're going to gain a little bit from the gays, but the problem is, is the Christians are so lukewarm at this point That this won't affect it at all. They, they won't, most of them won't know about it. And the ones that do will say, oh, what can I do about it? Uh, whatever. You know, nothing like earnestly contending for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. And reproving the unfruitful works of darkness and having no fellowship with them. The Bible talks about not being ignorance of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us. 2 Corinthians 2.11 So, I go out of my way when I know about these things to not... Go, I mean, Target was a new one that, that we reported on recently. Their gay pride t-shirts. You know, and there's so many restaurants. And uh, you really have to do your homework. You really do. So, here's the next ad they have. And it shows two gay guys with their kid. Uh, and they're on the, the train together. So disgusting. What an abomination in the sight of God. Naturally, because Amtrak is a publicly publicly funded company, in fact, it's fully owned by the U.S. government, <laughs> oh, these ads and the overarching campaign will create controversy. Well, will they? I don't know. You know, as lukewarm as things are, yes, with a certain remnant minority of born-again Christians, it should. Uh, and again, that's why we have this ministry, to, to create public awareness of these types of things, and ultimately to pray against it, because this is pure wickedness, you know, that they're trying to create this wonderful little veneer for. So, let's go further. Next article. 
Hundreds of churches across the country are now preaching an updated version of the Ten Commandments, rewritten to reflect modern values. The religious rules which Christians believe were etched onto the onto tablets of God and given to Moses have been modified to use an up-to-date language and principles. I mean, talk about new Bible versions. Well, this goes way beyond even that. Inspired by last year's riots, the new vows include manage your anger, uh, know God, and, quote, catch your breath. These are, these are the catchphrases that are being used in replacement now of the Ten Commandments. Okay, They are understood to be used in more than 600 churches in Britain, which is probably apostate central. Uh, more witches there per capita than any other place on the planet that I know of, overt witches. And more surveillance there than any other place on the planet. More lukewarmness there in Europe and in general probably than any place on the planet. I'm not giving America a pass by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just talking statistically speaking. The original thou shall not steal has become prosper with a clear conscience? Ever. So now thou shall not steal. Now you just you prosper with a clear conscience. In other words, we don't want to do anything that might offend or step on someone's toes. Well, the Bible is a very offensive book um, to most people to read it. You know, it, it offends people because they don't want to be told what to do. They want to be their own gods of their own little universe. And this is why the coming New World Order will be so appealing to so many because that's what it supposedly offers. Ye shall be as gods, just like Satan was as the serpent in the garden tempting Eve. What did he tempt her with primarily? He told her, ye shall be as a god. You'll, you'll be the god of your own little universe. Hey, if you're the god of your own little universe, you don't have to answer to anybody, right? Well, isn't that the ultimate goal of self-centered man? I, don't have, I can sin all I want and do all I want because I'm, I'm my own god of my own little universe. And that's what the, the coming new age, the coming new world order offers as we transition out of the age of Pisces into the dawning of the age of Aquarius. So, that's the... that's. The enticement. The original thou shall not steal has become prosperous with a clear conscience, and the lengthy thou shall not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain becomes take God seriously. So again, we have more watering down of the scriptures and you know through New Age Bible versions, and now now this. Now, what does the Bible have to say about this? Well, Revelation 22.18 says, and I would like to say this to the author of whoever thought up these new Ten Commandments, it says, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of of God, the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in the book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life. And it sounds like they will not. It won't even be. It will not even be possible for them to be saved if they do such a thing, because it says God shall take away his part out of the book of life. Uh, it's just what it says, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in the book. The Bible is not something you want to mess around with. But hey, these all these translators and all these people that want to make more money because every time they come out of the translation, they recopyright it, and therefore they can resell another Bible version and make more money, which is what it's 
The ultimate reason it is, well, actually, the ultimate reason from a satanic standpoint is to water the word of God down so much you couldn't even get saved and to water all the, uh, the, the teachings of the Bible down, you know, so that, you know, it's just this lukewarm joke, essentially. From a satanic standpoint, from a worldly standpoint, they want to make more money, you know. And, you know, they'll sell more of these things because it tickles the people's ears and, and it won't convict them of sin. And, and that's the whole goal, you know. Do what thou will shall be the whole of the law, like Aleister Crowley says. You know, the, one of the most wicked men that ever lived in the last, you know, hundred years. Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. In other words, if it feels good, do it. Whole theme of the 60s. That is what they want the coming New World Order to be. No rules. Do whatever you want. You know? So, Luke 21, 33, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So, they can try to modify the word of God all they want, but his words are not going to pass away. Proverbs eleven three: If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And that's what these new modern versions and these new types of Ten Commandments do. They, they, they destroy the foundation of our faith, which is the word of God. Um, Mark 7.13, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition. That's again what they're doing. They're, they're making the word of God of none effect. Proverbs 13.13, 13, whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed. Well, when you have the audacity to actually create your own New Ten Commandments or your own new Bible versions because of whatever whim you think you have, and all these new Bible versions are all translated from ultimately from corrupt Catholic manuscripts, the Sinaiticus and the Vaticanus, that Westcott and Hort, two high-level occultists, translated into the revised version of 1881, which has spawned virtually all of the modern versions we have today. It's as simple as that. There's two lines of Bibles that come up. One from Antioch, through the Byzantine text to the majority text of the King James Bible. Okay, And then we have the other line from Alexandria, Egypt, which in the Bible, the, always warned about going to Egypt to get anything. It's, it's said to the kings, now you need to go there to get your horses. Egypt corrupts. Alexandria, Egypt. Where we have, through the corrupt Catholic manuscripts, the Vaticanus and the Sinaiticus, which have spawned virtually all the modern day versions we have today. So they were, they were corrupted to begin with. Now they've just further corrupted them. So, uh, when you change the word of God and you manipulate it and you suit, uh, use it to suit your whatever whim, you are despising the word of God. You're acting as though you are God, essentially. Well, if you think you can change the word of God, aren't you in itself acting as though you're acting on God's, uh, in God's stead, on God's behalf? Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. But when you have a false version, and let's say you quote that version, it doesn't have any power. You know, how can it accomplish that which God pleases, which pleases God when it's not even the word of God anymore? You've changed it. 1 Corinthians 14.33 For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. All these versions are confusion. 
two, three hundred, whatever versions, however many they got now. It's confusion. Which one's the word of God? <laughs> you know? God's not the author of that garbage. Jeremiah 23, 36. Ye have perverted the words of the living God. It's exactly what this is doing and all these other reprobate Bible versions do. They've perverted the words of the living God. Psalm 119, 160. Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Psalm 119, 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. So, it's settled in heaven, and if our Bible doesn't reflect what those words are in heaven, then it's not a true Bible. And how could you have two, three hundred versions, or whatever it's up to, of a false version that were translated from corrupt Catholic manuscripts by occultists? <laughs> how could that possibly match what's up in heaven? You know? So, anyway, let's go further. I've done a five-part teaching on the King James Bible defended as the preserved word of God. I give you the links there on this page. Um, be on page like 12 or 13 of the PDF for September 9th, 2012. And this is our last article, and it's entitled, Satanic Message Reaches 4 Billion Through the Great Britain Olympics. Now, I know a lot of people wanted me to do dedicated studies on this, but this is more of a Mike Hoggard type of deal, where somebody goes in and breaks down all the symbology. I don't have time for that anymore. I can barely keep up with all the breaking current events and how that relates to our everyday life. This stuff is interesting, and yes, it's satanic, and yes, it can affect us, and yes, it can be a great programming tool, but there's just no way I, in this ministry, can can do this and, and break down every little occult symbology of it. it. It was purely satanic, no doubt. No doubt about it. Um, and I'm not saying it's not important. It's just that with this ministry, I, I just can't, I have to prioritize uh, it says, during the recent Olympics in Great Britain, the Illuminati communicated through satanic rituals and symbols and occult message to a global audience. According to Nielsen Media Research, 4.7 billion viewers worldwide, or approximately 70% of the global population, viewed it? That's hard to believe. I mean, I have a hard time believing that, but that's what they say, I don't know. 70% of the global population viewed this? Although the vast majority of the audience did not consciously understand the symbols and rituals, many sense something ominous, disturbing, and dark. Once people are informed as to what the symbolism and rituals were about, they were both scared and horrified that these powerful and elite groups exist and that dark plans and the dark plans they have for mankind. A growing number of people are starting to understand that there is a satanic and global secret of global elite who are in control of global finance, culture, science, and politics. The door to this higher level understanding can begin with something as simple as explaining who the Illuminati are and their symbolism on the back of a $1 bill. The occult pyramid, the all-seeing eye of Lucifer, and ha- which has the actual words of Novus Odor Secorum. Actually, it's Anut Coeptus Novus Odor Secorum, which means announcing the birth of the New World Order. And then at the bottom of the capstone, it has a big Roman numeral, which is 1776, which is the year that the Illuminati was started. Well, no, it's the year the Declaration of Independence was signed. It's also the year the Illuminati was formed through Adam Weishaupt on May 1st, which is a high satanic holiday known as Beltane, when they have human sacrifice. And that was when the Illuminati was formed, right before the Declaration of Independence was signed. Okay, you could, I could do a... 
probably at least an hour studying the dollar bill alone, if not more. You could just go up and can dollar bill occult in like YouTube and probably just get flooded with things on that. So, um, they were announcing the birth of the New World Order through the currency, through, through those seals, um, the Great Seal, that are known as the Great Seals, and all the way back to 1776. So the light bulb goes on then, and they can begin to see through the doorway of the ever-increasing understanding. People seem to sense that the global financial system is being manipulated. Due to the internet, millions of people are becoming beginning to understand the relationship between the Illuminati and the international banking families who control the Federal Reserve. However, despite these positive trends, the majority of Americans are in a mass hypnotic state. They have been brainwashed and live in a level of unconsciousness completely unaware of what is really going on. One of the primary evidences that an individual is brainwashed is that no matter how logical an argument is or how many facts you bring up, they completely reject it. You know, he that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is a folly and a shame on him. Well, that's the norm. People have their own little lives. They have all this time and their lives invested in a certain paradigm or a certain way of thinking. And rarely will you ever be able to move somebody from that paradigm unless they're shocked or unless God intervenes and opens their eyes up. And that's really with a lot of these people, if you're going to try to witness to them, you really need to pray and fast, particularly people in America because so many are so far gone and there's such little humility and you really have to be humble to get saved. You have to be humbled in order to get saved, in order to say, wow, you know, I really am a sinner. I really am a wretch of a person. And I really do deserve death and hell. Most people will never get to that point. You know, they, they, in, in America, there's just so much pride. Like I was talking to that uh, Christian brother the other day, and I mentioned this before, that the, the, his preacher said the biggest problem he has right now in winning someone to the Lord is getting them lost. In other words, they don't think they're in need of a Savior. They don't think, they're, they're, oh, I'm going to heaven, I'm a good person, I'm, I, I fulfilled, you know, all these things, and, and, and I, I really, you know, I think I'm a pretty good person. That's the biggest obstacle you'll pretty much overcome, particularly with Americans. You know, a lot of people, I think, in third world countries and those types of places, sometimes are more reachable because they don't have all those pride issues. You know, they, the humility's not, they've been humbled, they're humbled every day. You know, so... That's been my observation of people in, in America, for the most part. Not not my listeners, but I mean just people in general. So, going further, it says, They often react with anger and attack you as a conspiracy theorist, which is what they've been programmed to do. So, this is what... Um, now, There's if you want to know more about this, this particular subject, there's several links here. There's the link to the original article which is Satanic Message Reaches 4 Billion Through the Great Britain Olympics. And then there's also two other links. The Occult Symbolism of the 2012 Olympics Opening and Closing Ceremonies. Which one was worse? Who knows? They were both horrifically bad. I didn't watch either. Uh, I don't have cable or anything like that. And, and I've seen some clips and some pictures, but 
you know, it, it was, from what I saw, it was horrific. And then there's another link, the Olympics Pagan Rituals Exposed New World Order of Darkness. So if you want to do more research on your own, here's the links to do it. It's one-stop shopping. You can click on those and um, get a whole bunch of information uh, on that. So uh, that's all we have for today. I'll go ahead and close us out in a word of prayer. And again, I always want to try to take time throughout studies and thank the people that have um, prayed for us and um, the people that have uh, prayed, donated to the ministry and those types of things. I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for you. Without you, we would we would not exist. It's, it's, the, it's the vehicle by which God has allowed us to continue to exist and operate. You know, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So um, I thank God for you. I pray for you. And I, I really pray for God's protective hand to be upon you. And because I know that people ha- that have supported us, you know, a lot of times they, you know, you support any worthy ministry or whatever it may be. And a lot of times, don't be surprised if Satan, you know, the, if the enemy will come in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I've seen it happen, you know, with my listeners and with people that, you know, donate to other worthy types of causes or ministries or whatever. If, if ever you do anything biblical, Satan's going to try to attack you and stop you from doing that and discourage you. So just bear in mind, and I've really tried to pray more for uh, like the people that are praying for us and, and also the ones that have donated us. I, I try to take time and pray for them individually because it's almost a given they're going to get attacked in some way, shape, or form. You know, and which is... Pretty good confirmation that you're on the right track. Not just for this ministry, but for any ministry that, that's that's worthy, or orphans, or widows, or whatever you're you're doing. You know, the devil's going to try to stop you doing anything biblical. Uh, so, um, anyway, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and all you've given us. I thank you for letting us come together again and. Uh, open up the Word of God, uh, see how the Word of God relates to the end time to expose the unfruitful works of darkness, to have no fellowship with them, Lord God, that we're not destroyed for lack of knowledge, that we're not ignorance of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us. I pray regarding this study and all the previous ones that I've done, that we pray in a manner that you would convict us of and that you would see fit regarding these issues, not that we just sit here and wring our hands about it and get upset about it, but that we would do something about it uh, in prayer or whatever uh, way that you would convict us to act. And I do pray that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, that you would use... Uh, use us, Lord God, in the body of Christ, mightily in the end times, um, for your glory, that through us you would lead many people to, to the Lord Jesus Christ, that your angels would encamp around about us, Lord God, and go before us to prepare the way, and around about the innocent, Lord God, the unborn babies in the womb, the children, the moms, the dads, the teenagers, uh, in the body of Christ, those that will be saved. I just pray, God, that 
you protect them, Lord. I pray for your protective hand to be upon them, that you deliver them from all evil. And if even we're called to make the ultimate sacrifice for you, Lord, in the future, I just pray you give us the strength to do whatever we are called to do unflinchingly without any fear of man and that the Holy Spirit would work through us in a mighty way and that, again, through us you would lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ for your eternal glory. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.